I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary moments. Full disclosure, I am a mowing addict, yes, as in lawn, or in my case, lawn and pasture. Like most addicts, I rationalize my habit. After all, the grass has to be mowed or the neighbors might complain. And the grass might harbor some of those nasty deer ticks. So that's a health issue. But the real reason I love to mow is spiritual. It's about, well, bliss. But first, some personal history. Like many parents, I made my teenage son mow the lawn. I watched him plodding behind our old craftsman mower. Knowing how much he hated this task, I tried to be understanding by only requiring him to mow the grass immediately around our house, just what the neighbors could see. After my son went to college, I used my first paycheck from a new job to buy my first John Deere rider mower. It seemed logical that with my son away, the mowing details should pass on to my daughter. But this time, something was different. I noticed that I never had to nag her about the mowing, and she was mowing everything in sight and loving every minute of it. Now, when I see someone having that much fun, I consider it my spiritual duty to find out exactly why. What was putting her in that nirvana place, that blissful state only attained by yogis in India? Maybe this shouldn't be a kid's job. After all, it was my paycheck that bought the mower, right? So I relegated my daughter to the weed whacker, which I hated with a passion. I told her I couldn't use the weed whacker because it hurt my back. A total lie. I just wanted her to willingly relinquish the John Deere so that I could be that blissful person, going in endless, mindless circles. But what made weed whacking so very different from mowing? Here's a secret. Using the weed whacker requires you to think. You have to consider all the different places that need trimming, and you have to be mindful not to whack the flowers or the vines on the hop trellis, which I did one time, causing several pounds of vi- vines to come cascading down on me. But mowing is quite another thing. Once you get past not running over the garden hose, it's free and open spaces ahead. Kind of like a cowboy riding his pony out onto the open range. Once you're out there, you can pretty much stop thinking. The very secret of meditative bliss. That realization opened the floodgates to my bliss, and now every spring I can't wait to get on that mower. And I'm not just mowing the lawn, I'm mowing my pastures. Yep, that's 12 acres of pure bliss. Sure, I tell everyone that I'm doing it myself because it saves me a ton of money, and I'm telling the truth. But really, why should I pay a guy with a big mower $45 an hour to have that much fun? Now, some people told me that I couldn't possibly mow my fields with my rider mower. That's so perfect. Just tell me I can't do something, and wow, instant manifestation. Isn't a pasture nothing more than a big lawn? And if I just took my time, fantastic, more hours on the mower, I could do it. Of course, then there was the issue of rocks. Mowers don't like rocks. So as I slowly mowed my first pasture, I sent a prayer out to all the dead farmers who had mowed these fields over the past 150 years. Please tell me where the rocks are. And they did. 
Well, maybe they forgot once in a while, and then it wasn't pretty. But for the most part, we made a great team, me and those old dead farmers. So what's your special way to bliss out? Maybe it's fishing or just watching the clouds after a summer thunderstorm. Whatever it is, just be sure you capture that magic. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening. 